And we're welcome inside this Sports Ethos Sacramento Kings podcast on this Monday. Sam Clemente here with you alongside, as always, the incomparable and all-knowing Jill Adge. It's Christmas week. Christmas is on Friday, or excuse me, Christmas is on Saturday. Christmas Saturday. is Friday. Yep. Um, so we have a fun week of Christmas ahead of us. Christmas stuff. I actually, I'm lying. I'm just going to be working all week. I'm sure you will be too, Jill, or at least the next day or two before Christmas Eve. I have to work Christmas Eve. But yeah, I'll be working. I'll be well, working yeah. from home nice. the whole week. So right, the grind don't stop. But it is nice that we're uh, we're at this part of the year, almost through twenty twenty one. The Kings have been battling, well, what everyone else has been battling, the yeah. rampaging newest version of COVID. However, they've I think Jill made the most of it. We're, we're coming into this podcast as the Kings have won uh, two of their last three with Chrissy at the helm, including last night a game against the Spurs who they're going to be competing with for that 10th spot in the Western conference or play in spot. If, if we still want to stay that, which we will, we know that they're going to be competing there. They, they beat them with nine guys that played and none of yeah. like, two of them are guys that usually play. That was a good win. And it was a fun game and they're playing with it was heart. all three games. They play with a lot of heart and passion. Memphis ended up pulling away because Memphis is such a good deep team. Uh, and they got them in the second half. But all no three one games, should be Jill, surprised that one. No. I mean, Memphis is just, I mean, they're, they're good. They're a good team. And, and back to what we always said about every roster spot is important. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and Memphis just goes to show that every single season, like, again, this is not the first time they've lost jaw. They've had other injuries. Their mentality is very much like they have their culture. It's next man up. The next guy produces like, that's just their, been their thing for years now and so kudos to them yeah whether they're young they're older like they just go in and do their job and they all play the same way so um we strive to be that right and so and and which is fun when it's you see some of these you know our young guys getting their shot and then taking advantage of their shot i think christy said that well the other day um he talked about metu and ramsey and he was saying that he expects more of Metu and gets on Metu more because he can see, right? Like he has seen his process the last, you know, two years that he's been here and he can see flashes from him and, and he wants him to get there. Right. And so um, these are the times you take advantage of, of your opportunity and play within yourself. Um, and, and you're seeing it from the Metus, Damian Jones, Ramsey last night, like um, even Harkless now getting back in the rotation. I mean, he's out there hobbling on one leg. Like you see him run and he's like hopping, but he's still giving, right? He's still, yeah, he's still playing defense. He's still, you know, um, finding ways to contribute. And so um, kudos to all those guys and what, um, was it Justin Robinson? Even him? I mean, he got thrown in what an hour before the Memphis on game. Friday, I felt yeah. bad, and he looked a little bit more comfortable um, in yesterday's game. So, uh, yeah, it's and and if you're without homes, right? If you're without homes tonight, and there's that 13 healthy body rule, they need to sign three people supposedly. So I don't. Right. Um, if Holmes is there, then it would be two. Um, we saw Justin Jackson was just signed with the Celtics. We've seen multiple guys today, um, get taken. Um, so I'm interested to see what they're going to use those spots. I would think they would get another point guard. Like they were throwing Jemias, like he's kind of that, like 
they been playing him at shooting guard, but they kind of had to play him at, at point guard. Yesterday you had Harrison Barnes at point guard at times. Like, um, you need, I mean, we always laugh at guards and centers, but they actually do need, they could use it if there's someone available, um, like Derek, Derek Walton Jr. Who they had at camp, he was putting on, um, he was putting on a show or they had him in summer league. They had him in one of the, it was either camp or summer league. They brought him in. Um, he's there. I don't know what's going on with Stockton's their protocols or if they're okay. If, if they're okay, then you can have like a Matt Coleman, right. That you can bring in who, who was around. Um, to me, it's hard to know any Stockton guys, just because I know they were all in OKC traveling and, um, Deuce had mentioned that a day or two ago was of why more of them hadn't been, um, brought in. So without knowing that to me, it's hard to say like who they could bring in or not. Um, I don't know, like Chicago's whole G league team was down when their whole, um, uh, main team was, was, was down. Um, we've seen like five or six of the main, um, the main team get grabbed. And so people over there are laughing that like, they're not even going to have a team to, um, to play in any of their games. Cause all their guys are being grabbed by, by other people And that's the Celtics J league team. So people are just grabbing from them. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, I really don't know. I would think you, we always think wings, but you know, um, there's some good wings out there. So, uh, McNair loves yeah, his centers. I, we know that. Yeah. I, I, um, I don't know. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. Um, oh yeah. We got about seven but, hours when we're recording this to tip yeah. off in golden state or San Francisco. Uh, I have to say, Jill, this is terrible. I, I hate that we're going through this again. It seems like, you know, we're, we're right about to enter the pandemic and the shutdown all over again with how things are happening. Thankfully, we're not, I don't think, because of vaccines and boosters and all that and everything we know about coronavirus as opposed to 2020. But amidst all this, I kind of think it's cool that we get to see a lot of these guys who many people have never heard of unless they're a deep G League fanatic like a Deuce Mason or Morgan Reagan because they follow the G League and they broadcast for him. But you're going to get a ton of people that have to. They have to be given a They've chance. They've been waiting for a shot. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, mm-hmm. that's cool. I, I think that's awesome. Yeah. We're going to see a, a, like the magic. There's been a lot of jokes made about team. They fielded a couple days ago where the guy was, they I just brought was, in Freddie, my guy, Freddie. Yes, yeah. they did. I saw that this guy uh, who I think is a reporter for the team Twitter. He goes, I, I obviously cover the magic. I'm a big NBA guy. I cannot tell you who these people are. <laughs> like I've never heard of these people <laughs> and this guy that covers the team, but that, that's what they did. They went out and they found a bunch of random dudes yep. that wanted to hoop and they put together a team. Are you going to win? I, probably not, but it's going to be fun. And I, I, I like that the Kings. You're going to have this, guys go out there playing hard. I mean, yes, and that's, that's exactly. all you can ask for. The Kings is. have found their heart in the weirdest way possible by this, by, by having to do this, by having to play the guys that really, you know, give a shit because this is their life or their careers on the line, not their lives. It's not that serious, but it, it's cool to me. And I, I you're right. The, yeah. the, the new rule, the NBA just implemented that depending on how many people is it like how many people we have positive you can then depends on how yeah, many you dictates depend, how many you can sign it's yeah could you have to have 13 healthy bodies so depending sure. on um if, if you like what um we were talking about before we started there's 19 teams right now in the nba with two or less in protocol so 19 teams don't have to do anything because if you're down one or two players you're still from that 17 you're sure. still at that like 15 mark or if you're 15 roster you go down to 13 but then you have your two two ways so um in that sense 
Yeah. And so, but for anyone that has what, like four, five, six, as we've seen, some have had up to 10 out, um, you're signing as many as you need to hit, to hit 13. And so we were at 10, um, with, without homes. And so, um, yeah. So if homes come back, um, it's two from what I understand and nobody else tests back out of protocols. Um, but I'm assuming they're still waiting for that kind of stuff too, since they're testing every day. Right. Um, to see you if anyone's testing out of protocols. Like we saw Malik Monk test out of protocols and then he had to go back in. So I don't, I don't know what happened. Like it's, this is the thing too, is it's like, this is the craziness they're all dealing with. So we all expect like, come on, come on, quick, quick, quick. Why are they doing all this? Well, like it's a long process that we're not privy to. Like yeah. there's so much going it's on imperfect. behind the scenes that it's like, you're never going to get, you know, all the answers right. <laughs> or when you want them. <laughs> and um, these contracts, if they sign, because so essentially what you're saying, Jill, for people yeah. to understand, oh, tonight they, they have to it? sign at least two, most likely. If Holmes comes back, they're going to have to bring in two guys to have 13. Yes, if Holmes does, 13. now they have to. Yes. So they're going to have to bring in some yeah. people today. And and the big thing they changed too was for teams like Brooklyn, who was um, over the tax, like, Every 10 day they were signing ended up being like a huge hit compared to other teams. So part of the the agreement that they did with everyone was that um, it wouldn't hit the tax. Okay. Yeah. And then there's a, if it gets out of hand, the contract becomes like a hardship uh, type of contract. Whereas these, like if the Kings sign, when they sign, I should say, we'll say two people today. We'll be optimistic that Holmes comes back. Those, those are 10 day contracts automatically, right? Is that the how it works yeah, they they call them 10 day hardship exemptions hardship i don't know and exemptions. so i don't know if it's like words. if people come back like if it's like does their 10 day just expire then yeah. and there i i don't know yeah. we haven't really seen that play out yet um or and, oh and they also um good good news good news for the two-way guys um their game limit has been completely taken away so we don't have to worry about that anymore so that that helps um i'm trying to think we'll see if lewis king can clear then today because he would be obviously an obvious target or obvious guy to come in and play if he gets through his protocol we haven't heard about anyone at in their protocols just yet today yeah um Um, it's a missed opportunity though jill to have signed isaiah thomas Looking at it now with Fox out and Mitchell out. <laughs> we could have needed a point. We really could have needed Isaiah <laughs> Thomas, who's now playing with the Lakers and had a good game on Friday, I believe, where he debuted and had like 20. I mean, he played a ton because they were, they were shorthanded and he had 20-something points. Looks great always. The man, I swear the man doesn't age. So let's talk real quick about last night's game. 121-114, they beat the Spurs. Mostly just want to give credit to the two guys or three guys that had terrific games. One of them really needed it and Buddy healed, if nothing else, for his trade value, but also just for people in the Kings community to remember that he can be a really good player and a fun player to watch when he's in that mode that he was Mm -hmm. in last night where he just couldn't miss. Halliburton at 27, he was way more aggressive than we've seen him previously, I think, as a requirement from Doug Chrissy because they don't have anybody. They need him to shoot. And then Damian Jones, of course, a career game. He had 23 points. He was active on the offensive glass. He was... Just constant energy, which is something this team has been lacking consistently. So those three guys, you know, 20 plus points. And uh, 
the Kings pulled away. I mean, it was, I was afraid that they would, <laughs> they would have a drop off again because they were short bodies. Didn't happen. And Jemias Ramsey had seven points. Uh, Robinson only played three minutes. No Kata or Woodard in these games. Woodard, Jill, against Memphis when they really needed him, you thought. Played two minutes. Yeah. They really don't like Robert Woodard. I, I shouldn't say that, but it seems like that. Well, I mean, it, it's hard to, like, like, it's hard to take anything out. I mean, that you're down this stuff and they're not playing you. Right. Um, yeah, it's 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 the question, right? Not encouraging. Um, you no. have a and they haven't listed him on any kind of like injury or anything. So it's just, yeah. I mean, I'd, I feel bad. Uh, I mean, and obviously Doug is comfortable in Harkless and Barnes and throwing those guys out there. What forty minutes and thirty-two minutes, and and going with that route. Hey, um, and Chemezi as your like small forward forward like three yeah um, big lineups you know so yeah I mean <laughs> I I can't fault it right now because it's it's working I mean if anything I yeah I, you would have thought maybe in the what ended up being a blowout with uh with Memphis that um he could have snuck in there but and uh yeah. Looking at the stat sheet from the Spurs game. Again, not a huge amount of three-point attempts. I know he Kings. was on Twitter liking tweets of like about him being a bad basketball player. <laughs> Robert Woodard was? <laughs> That's epic. He's just totally leaning into this bullshit. Being petty, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hey, I respect it. I don't know. I mean, that's petty, but hilarious at the same time. So I respect it. <laughs> He's going to get a fresh start when the Kings make a trade. He'll be thrown in there as an yeah. extra guy um, just so he get a fresh start. But the Kings had 14 threes, Jill. I just have to say this. 25 attempts. Again, with Christie in charge, they have not gone heavy from the three-point line. But half of those made field, uh, made three-point attempts, half of the 14 came from Buddy Heel. And they all seemed to happen in like a like a two-minute span. Like you just yeah. it was just raining Buddy Heel. Seven threes. of nine. Yeah. Seven of nine. That'll Albert that'll play. Three of five. Damien Jones, two of two. Yeah, we didn't know yeah, he could do that. They were 56% from three and 50, 50% from two. I mean, they had a good, a good shooting night. 11 and steals. All, and shockingly, only 11 turnovers. Like from a group that hasn't, like, a, that's just being thrown out there, 11 turnovers is, yeah, is really good. True. I mean, Very that's, th- you're wanting to hit that. Um, 11 steals, three blocks, mm-hmm. 23 assists. What they had, do they out rebound? A lot of good guys, oh, no, plus or minus wise. But he yeah. was actually a minus one, hilariously. It's just yeah, numbers are fun. Harkless uh, mo- was a team plus high 15. fifteen. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. But he was the only one that played. Had, he had a little piece, and almost see that's where it gets you. He had like a number in almost every stat mm-hmm. possible, and so there you go. He older <laughs> Harkless. Uh, Harkless. Okay, yeah, that's 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 the type of guy he is. I'm not it shows be... the difference of yeah the high scoring and how exciting that can be, and then a guy who just kind of does a little bit of everything, yeah. but who's there but like not crazy. Yeah, um, the underlying stats can get you on those. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, so true. So. Uh, so the Kings now tonight. So again, Christie, two and one, uh, two and one, I should say. He's had fun. He 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 seems comfortable in it, especially in the post game and pregame pressers. They had a funny photo. I don't know, not even funny. Humble or um. Not humble. What's the word I'm looking for? 
just nice. Like it was a, it was a sweet moment of when him and Tyrese Halliburton were looking up at the scoreboard and someone captured it, like father and son. If they want to challenge it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, when they were trying to challenge because they do look like they're related. Uh, and just Tyrese was there for a moment, like for a couple minutes. I think he was checking in the game, but he, instead of standing by the scores table, he just stood right there next arm to Doug Christie, like kind of arm yeah. around, like just rubbing him. It was funny. It was cute. It, yeah, it was yeah. cute. It was like, I'd never seen that before. And Doug was acting like he wasn't even there. Like it was just totally normal for him to have Tyrese, you know, hanging on him. Yeah, mm-hmm. th- that's sweet. The guys love him, which we never doubted that. And uh, to me, I think that that moment you're talking about, like perfectly, like, describes the vibes Doug Christie gives as like only. a whole. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Where it's yeah. just like, yes, this is my guy. This is my coach. Like, I'm coaching, now no I'm going to like, you know, yeah, come up with challenge. you. We're going to watch, we're going to watch the replay and then we're all going to go crazy and challenge. But like, it's just, yeah, it's just like that vibe of how they feel with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was funny. Cause I think it was Wobe that put it up there. And the replies were hilarious, like um, from people outside of Sacramento, like, right. oh, man, like, <laughs> that's the vibe that Sacramento needs. Like, yes, um, Doug Christie's the man. Wait, he's not broadcasting anymore. Oh, that's awesome. Like people genuinely love the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, and pop after the game, like you could see him, you know, giving the the back pat and the handshake, like, and you could just, you could read them out. Great job. Great job. Great job. Like, um, and Doug said after, like, you know, how much that means to hear, like from, um, you know, pop is um, the man. (laughs) Yeah. Pop has always been very complimentary of Sacramento Kings coaches in recent years. He said great things about Dave Yeager after his first game. Uh, Mm -hmm. they played San Antonio. They beat him in San Antonio. They played really good defense in that game. If I remember. And that was what he was complimentary of Yeager and said, that team knows how to play defense now. Like that was a, that was a hell of a fight. Of course that didn't end up going too well in the end, as we know, but uh, yeah, he's always like, it's like, it's like pop is rooting for Sacramento himself. You know, he wants to see them succeed. Another small market team that had these glory years in the early two thousands. And now are, he remembers. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely, and he, pop is a great guy. Uh, yeah. And, and it was cool. Like seeing, you know, post game, you had Lindsay and Becky over there, like, yeah. um, you know, talking to each other and then Metu was over there doing um, hugging things. Becky and, and all those, you know, since he came from them, he's got um, yes. ties and, you know, I was happy for Metu to, uh, playing well against his old, his old team, you know, their guys always want to, want to go back there. Um, He's played well against uh, Spurs in his times yeah, going against Yeah. Them. And, and they've always been super complimentary of him. It was, their thing was we just have so many bigs like, and he was one of the youngest ones. Like we just don't have the resources anymore. They dropped like two or three bigs that, that were young. Like it, it, it hadn't to me, it. Nothing like to do with him. you've, you've seen people, you've seen teams try and spin stories when they let guys yeah. go before and they've, but they've been nothing but, um, you know, complimentary, the guy and visually like, you know, you could see that they enjoy him even after the game. Like there's no, um, ill will or anything there. So, um, it was cool to see him four steals. Like he was, he was, you know, um, always confident uh, given Jakob, uh, given Jakob some, some trouble, which was, which was nice. So, cause that's one of the guys, right. Who they paid, who they ended up paying over him. Um, granted he earned that. So, uh, yeah. So it, it was cool to see yeah, him, Jakob uh, and, and 31, I mean, 31 minutes out there too. So, yeah. Uh, I just, the Spurs, two big guys, 
Jakob and Jacques Londale. Jacques, Jacques, it's Jacques. Jacques, yeah. The, yeah St. The Mary's Aussie. product. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I've watched him play when I would, my buddy went to St. Mary's and we watched him play. Great player. Uh, it didn't sound like Spurs Twitter was a huge fan of him from what I was reading, but. Well, he, this is only, he hasn't played much. No, I know. Like, yeah. Um, and so I don't him. think they really know what to expect to him, but he was an exciting signing because he was like the MVP last year in, um, the, in the Aussie league, which is a competitive um, his league. team. Won, his team won the championship and he yeah. was MVP. So, um, Fun and then he did, he did great in uh, the Olympics this summer. So it was like a big thing, but like we all know, right. Spurs have big men. So it was, it would always seem like a hard rotation for him to true break into and especially when you go out and sign McDermott and then Collins who right who you still haven't seen and then they traded for Thad Young Young. so it was like I mean there are a lot of bigs there trying to fight um what's the Australian league it's the NBL National Basketball League NBL yeah I don't think it actually even says anything about Australia in it it's just I think I think it's NBL I think it's NBL they that viral video that was going around where they're Della Vadova got posterized and then the brawl ensued. That was sick. That was like, that great. was like, I'm going to start watching some NBL if this happens, which it's Australia, man. <laughs> I just came up and bam. <laughs> yeah. And it was, oh man. If you haven't seen that, just look it up. Look at Della Vadova. Yeah. Good for Della Vadova, by the way, an Australian legend and a St. Mary's product as well. Getting some, uh, yeah. getting there some was some fire there. there. Yeah. There was, there yeah. Was some fire there. Yeah. And uh, I, I loved what was funny to me is, is the people in the stands, they were just eating, watching it. Like Normal. no one tried to jump in and get into it. You know what I mean? Like here we're, you know, you see people throw crap, right. Yeah. Um, or try and get into it. No, they were like, all right, we're just going to sit here, eat our popcorn and watch. Like yeah, it's free it was, it was perfect. <laughs> Very much. So kudos yeah. to them for not causing anything in the stands, you know, for just I, letting it play out. Yeah. Um, I definitely want to go to Australia. I've always wanted to travel there. And that seems like something I would need to do if I ever visit is go watch one of those games. Hope, hope for something like that. These guys just are fighting each other for no reason. Uh, and then now tonight, it's an interesting schedule to close out 2021. We got 11 days left in the, in the year. So it's a back-to-back. They play Golden State tonight in San Francisco. It's the one time they're leaving Golden 1 uh, until January 7th. I've said it several times. So they play a Warrior team that will ha- not have Andrew Wiggins or Jordan Poole. Two guys in COVID protocol. Clay Thompson and James Wiseman have been brought up, I believe, Jill, or were like a couple of days ago, brought up. They might have been sent back down to from the G League team from Santa Cruz, but they're not playing yet. Neither of them will play. Steph Curry, Draymond Green both took rest days on Saturday when they lost by 20 to the Raptors. They'll both be back, I imagine. I don't think they're going to rest them again. So we got to play Steph. Uh, and the Warriors are 24 and 6. I mean, they're the best team in the league. So even without Wiggins and Poole, two of their starters right now. It's going to be a really tough game, especially for a Kings team that we don't know how many players they're going to have uh, of their main guys. And coming off a of back-to-back. I mean, and off a of back-to-back. Yeah, it's, I mean, I, I'm, my thing, everybody come out healthy, right? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, San Francisco, um, most vaccinated city in California. Do what you need to do. But I just mean like everything, like oh, in yeah. terms of all health, like, cause you know, now they're putting a lot of minutes on their bodies and stuff too. So, sure. um, so yeah, just come out healthy in all ways. <laughs> um, and I mean, as, as long as I can see the effort there, like that's yeah, all I can effort. ask for when it comes to this stuff. Like yeah. I saw, I mean, people are going to fan however you want to fan, but I just saw a lot of complaints against the Memphis one. And it was like, what? 
why i don't know what do you expect like yeah, i mean i didn't even blink well the sixers came out and beat us okay and did we not say how that shouldn't happen yeah how a full how a, a full team a healthy team should not lose to the sixers g league team yeah so it would have been the same opposite memphis right. should have beat us and yeah. they did what they were supposed to do and desmond like, bain is awesome any win that we get right now is lucky if you're going against a healthy team. Now, if you're going against another team's G League team, okay, then we can have discussions. But if you're going against a healthy team and you're the depleted one, you shouldn't win. Like, that's just real. Like, that's just how it is. And if you can steal one, hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and someone, this might be a stretch, but people could make the argument that a Warriors team in the current state that they're in you know, missing Wiggins pool, still no clay, James Wiseman. Sure. They're still a better team than a fully stacked Kings team. That's a bold claim, but with the way Steph's playing and Draymond, uh, and the Gary way they're Payton, all playing, with I mean, the way it's... they're doing, I don't think that's that nuts to be like, they're still even better than us when we have Fox and we have Len and we have Bagley and Davis. Yeah. Um, but I'm, a, I, I haven't, uh, you know, I, I'm a huge fan of Steph Curry and it's been a while since, of course, I think this is the first time the Kings and Warriors have played this year, Jill. Or no, they played uh, like yeah, the third game of the year. Because we were excited to see yeah. Davion against. Curry. That's right. That's right. It was like the third game of the year and they lost in the fourth quarter. Well, we've um, seen other teams sign some people. We got our first Mexico City signing. Ooh. So good this is for what's Matt fun about Mooney. It. Matt Mooney, who was a fun uh, NCAA guy. Um, to the Knicks. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. so yeah. Uh, so we're, we're seeing more of the East Coast signings right now. Probably I'm just True. assuming their games are going to go first. I haven't looked at the schedule, but I'm assuming so based on Boston, New York, all mm-hmm. of those ones getting their Dallas, signings in. San Marquis, um, Chris. Dallas. Um, I know there's a couple Lakers ones that are, um, but they're signing their own guys right now. So um, it's a hectic day for those guys. If you think about it, those guys yeah. that are being signed because they're, they're anywhere, you know, they're in Mexico. And now all and, of a sudden they're like, we got to get you. <laughs> well, some of them though, some of them might be in Vegas because there's that showcase going on okay. right now. And so I'm not sure. I'm assuming some of those guys might be. Um, That'd be helpful. So uh, yeah. being pulled from there. So, which uh, I was watching them last night. Like they were like, they were game starting. Um, who are some guys, Jill, by like, the way, that you late last night stuck out to you mentioned. Uh, I already forgot the guy's name that just had a, heck of a game uh, if we need a Walton. if we need a point guard um Walt, Derek uh Walton Jr. um he had like 18 points eight assists last night um he's fresh but then you're looking at a guy who just played yesterday and playing um today um uh Davida Davida Stavidis I think is how you say his name he's a he's a forward on that same team uh with Detroit um where he was a second round pick from Detroit And then when their new people took over, they let him go, but then kept him on their like G league thing. He's only like 20 or 21. He's still young. Um, What is his name? He's a, he's a European forward who can shoot. Nice. Um, But he, I don't know. He's averaging like 18 to 20 points a game, making four to five threes, like um, Mm -hmm. a good stretcher. If you're looking for a forward. Sure. Um, I'm not really sure much on his defense wise, but I just saw the one, the one game yesterday. He looked good. Um, yeah. Like again, if you're pulling from Stockton, you have 
Um, Matt Coleman. If you can grab Matt Coleman. Manuel Again, Terry. we don't know what. I just know I saw these guys play and they were healthy in the showcase. Kings aren't there. So I don't know what what their status is. And we haven't really heard anything about them. So um, it, it's hard to know. But I mean, if yeah, if not, I would look at some of those guys. Um, but there's no shortage of bodies yeah. out there. I think, you know, and that's the thing. You yeah. Got, if your scouting's good, you can find a guy anywhere. You can find a guy at a YMCA in Missouri. And you're like, Hmm. I mean, if you needed a forward, you could, you could, this wouldn't happen, but you could easily grab Harry. Child. Like there are plenty of guys. Why? Um, yeah. Why would that not happen? There are plenty of guys out there. And I know Boston fans are, it was funny. Um, if you were looking at a bunch of their stuff, they were all asking for Harry Giles, but I mean, there's, there's bodies out there and it just depends on if they want to give new guys a shot or if they're looking at maybe some vet guys a shot. Um, hell, I know Pete's been saying, bring a Pujetter back to the Kings if you need someone to fill in. If you need, if legitimately, if you guy. need like a, if you need a vet who will just go in, it won't be flat, like who will just get the job done and not be like, I don't think you would get the nerves, right? That you would necessarily get maybe sure. with someone younger. Um, and like, that's why he's there with those Ignite guys, right. To, to help steer them. And so he's like, we have a bunch of vets out here that will easily, you know, could easily be thrown on, uh, some of these rosters. So, um, no, Yogi Ferrell's in Brooklyn as well. Their, uh, their Christmas roster is going to be hilarious. It's just going to be like everyone, everyone's G League player. Their starting lineup is going to be a bunch of dudes that, you know, were playing somewhere in Europe. Or not playing at all yeah. just a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I wouldn't Next. do this to anyone, but you have like the Nick Stauskas who are playing G League. All right. Now we're going a little too far. It's a step oh, too far, Jill. We, I know uh, people will like that one. I wouldn't do it, but I had to throw that name out there because I saw people putting it in mine. Here comes the Jimmer and the Stauskas. Yeah. That mean, I mean, the Stauskas, the uh, revenge tour. We're forgetting the big name here. Tony Zipteris has been pushing it heavily. Let's bring back Tyreek Evans, who is eligible to be signed by a team. His yeah. suspension from the NBA, I think, has been lifted or would be lifted if he were to sign somewhere. If that's a legitimate NBA player who could do some damage for you during this time, especially. So I would be that would be the third time Tyreek Evans returns to Sacramento. Everyone would love that. That would sell some tickets, which is yeah. maybe that's what Vivek needs to hear um, and sell tickets. You know, you have your I don't know, was Jordan Shackle? Like Jordan Shackle, who they had in G League, I don't think I think he's with um, the Wizards G League squad, but I don't think he was signed to like he's a two way. Mm-hmm. That was a guy from their summer league, right? Yeah, um, had a good who, summer league team. Who you could stretch out if you needed. Um, Gabriel was picked up. Obviously, we know. Um, Wendy and Gabriel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good old Wendy. He was by the Nets, but then they went down again. So um, uh, Tyler Bay who was let go of Dallas um, after last year. He was the second round pick last year that I liked. And I think Houston picked him up and he's on their G League squad, but I don't think he's a two-way. So that's a defensive forward. Um, the busy day for the front office. Front um, offices in the NBA. Yeah. Trying to I, find I, dudes. Yeah. Um, I was trying to, like, I was asking yesterday, like Tyrell Terry, he, him and Tyler Bay were the two draft picks. And I know Tyler's still playing, but you don't hear anything about, um, Terry, Terry got signed so. somewhere. I saw. I, I, heard, I think saw, he did. I, I'm pretty sure he got signed to a G League contract. I just saw Tyrell Terry's name somewhere. 
Maybe you saw me asking if he got signed somewhere. That could be it. Because um, uh, I looked and I didn't see his name um, attached to anywhere. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I was, I was losing my mind. Uh, John Brockman. I wonder what John Brockman's up to. Bring yeah, the Brockman's I'm on monster the thing. Back. It says he's not attached to anybody. Yeah. On the I'm signing someone's website, name that, so. that looked know. similar to Tyrell Terry. I know he was having, like, there were personal, there was, he was on like personal leaves and stuff. So I don't know what's going on. Hopefully all is well with him. But um, mm-hmm. that was one where it, it's unfortunate. It seemed like there was um, some depth there. But yeah, like the one, Derek Walton Jr., he's averaging almost eight assists a game um, in the G League. Um, so to me, he was he was the one that looked um, yeah, pretty good guard. If, if you need to throw someone out there um, look uh yeah. yeah i almost wish we this game was earlier in the day so we'd have you know knowledge of these signings and we could kind of talk about them something to look at on our next podcast on wednesday which the kings play again on wednesday they have tomorrow off they play clippers on wednesday then this is kind of important and relevant they get three days off before they play memphis on sunday not leaving sacramento though they'll, they'll fly back to sac obviously probably after the game play the Clippers Wednesday, did not play again until they play Memphis on Sunday. So three days, Jill, to sit, get some guys back, figure out who of these you know 10-day contract guys might stick around, and then maybe make a trade. I, I, yeah. You, you know, it's, uh, it's time. I mean, it's been time since December 15th. It's actually been time. Yeah, since, like, well, the start and I'm of the almost, I'm curious though if teams aren't trading right now just because all these players are on protocols now. Yeah, that, that's like we're not trading guys on protocol. Seems like an appropriate, yeah, like bad timing, you know. I don't know. Dude that makes the comment, you know, at a time when you're not, like, okay, man, not the right time for that. Like it's hard to know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but that's right my, now, all you're, all you're hearing about is is protocols and yeah. players. You're not hearing any kind of yeah. Um, Shams and Woj tweeting like it's the NBA draft. Stuff. What, what did uh yeah what did uh tyrese uh put out um that's what he said we'll, i think we'll they're tweeting like, like it's, it's draft night or something. yeah and now the next person to get code um oh you know what you might have saw you might have saw uh the name terry taylor that exactly could have been where did where did terry taylor close. sign? uh that's he has close. not been signed okay but he's a forward for the fort wayne man mad ants i saw some name with two t's but that could be close. Yeah, but if he didn't that sign anywhere, like then I don't know why I would have yeah. heard of him. And then you had uh, Devin Dotson go back to the Knicks. So he's got to come back there. So that's cool. Wasn't um, he on the Bulls? Yeah, so it's... Recently? Um, prior, prior to it? Was Dotson somewhere else? Um, uh, Cleveland. Cleveland. And this was the Kansas point guard? Am I remembering that correctly? I'm every um, way off. Was I'm he Kansas? I don't know. I don't remember either. I might just be making um, it up. But he, yeah, he started with the Knicks. Um. And then I think was like one year with Cleveland and then um, was G league trying to get back. Um, so that's a cool um, comeback for him. So like, right. We're seeing some good stories. Yeah. Um, of guys, stories. Like we said, of guys who were in the league, trying to get back in the league of guys, never being in the league before trying to get yep. in. Never so, heard um, of. And, and look what we just saw. Um, I think we talked about this couple episodes. Um we're talking about all the other exciting things going on in the NBA, not the Kings. Um, but um, Garrison Matthews just got uh, who I was talking about how he was with the wizards and mm-hmm. then could never really find that rotation because they had right. A kind of a log jam. 
Bradley um, Beal. And they still have a log jam of, of, you know, those like wing ish type players. And so um, Houston signed him to a two way. And then <laughs> once injuries hit, this is the thing, making the most of your opportunities, right? Mm-hmm. He made the most of his opportunities given was averaging like 16 points a game. And they gave him a, I think it's a four year, like 8 million. It's very Lou Dordish. Like you're getting a steal on yeah. um, where his is even more like the Lou Dort one is just like nuts. What you what saw he was that signed. it was like 4 million. I mean, yeah. You saw the like crazy total, stat, like not per year, like 4 million total, total, like it's nuts. And so Garrison Matthews, I think he gets eight totals like spaced out through the four. So I guess what, 2 million a year, maybe, but mm-hmm. so, and for a guy who was just trying to make a roster, you will take the eight, like, right. Good for you. Yeah. If, like, I mean, cause you know, we could say, Oh, it's only 8 million. Like that dude just got 8 million off a two-way contract. Good for you. Like, yeah. Uh, so. Ludor in the NBA, people that have had threes in consecutive games, top that chart is Steph Curry. Obviously. Obviously, it's the new three-point king himself has had threes in the most consecutive NBA games. Second place, Jill, is Lou Dort. They showed that graphic, and they're talking about, like, look at this crazy stat by Steph. And I'm like, hey, hold on, time out for a second. You're like, That's- no, wait, Lou, it's Lou Dort stat. <laughs> yeah, this is a Lou Dort stat. This is- we all know Steph's been making threes. This is a Lou Dort stat. That's, That's crazy. Uh, he's a, he's a, just the wildest player that I have really – Ever paid and you can to throw him to guard anybody, like literally, literally, act like his life depends on it. His family is being held hostage, yeah. and he needs to forks up. Person. I yeah. love that dude. Yes, exactly. Arizona State guy, Canadian as well. Um, a uh, yeah. couple last closing things here about the schedule. So, I just thought this was interesting. Back to back to close out 2021 in Sacramento against Dallas. They just played Dallas the 29th day off. Dallas again, 31st on New Year's Eve. So just hanging out, playing the same team twice in a row. <laughs> um, the schedule oh. makers are kind of funny. Kings fans will be happy. Nick Stas- Nick Stauskas is officially off the board with the Toronto Raptors. Ah, Toronto Raptors makes sense because he's been playing for their. Um, I think he'd been playing for last year. He played for their G League team. This year, he's on the Grand Rapids team. But yes, um, so there's familiarity there, he and he's Canadian. Existence. So yeah, um, but there you go alleviate your fears everybody he is off the board <laughs> for a second i thought you were about to say speaking of nick sauskas the kings have signed him and i was <laughs> i was about to be pumped uh so, so he's getting his you know third yeah third fourth whatever well, um, so you know they have a lot of similar i mean they signed sam decker sam the decker other, i was gonna say the other one is go sign sam decker yeah to you a 10 day the same we're thinking the same thing uh because he was drafted by Houston when McNair was there. So there is a correlation between Sam Decker. He was a uh, Wisconsin guy. Yeah. That's where he mm-hmm. had the incredible March Madness. And with Frank. Yeah. Yep. With Kaminsky. Correct. This is, Frank we're just, we're just gonna have a lot of like memories. Now this is going to happen around the NBA. Like people, are like, Oh, you remember that guy? Yeah, no, he's on the Knicks. Now they signed him. Like, this is what's happening is you're just getting a bunch of people whose names have been forgotten who now get, those second, third chances, or guys that get those first chances. Again, terrible circumstances. Would never want this. No one wants this. But the silver lining is we have underdog stories across the NBA for the teams that need need bodies. And we're going to hear about a couple underdogs later today when the Kings make some transactions because now they have to get to 13. Uh, 
They played Friday with nine guys, Jill, or they had more than that, obviously, but they, the guys that actually played, there's nine of them. Okay, 11 guys on Friday oh, played. Sam Decker is, on... sorry, Sam Decker is no, in good. Turkey. And ah. it does not include an NBA buyout. Well, yeah, pretty far away. Well, too. good for him. He got a gig. Yeah, because he didn't make the Raptors team. He got beat out by, um... oh man, this is going to test my Raptor knowledge. He got beat out by someone. They were originally hoping he'd make it on the bottom of their roster, but he got beat out. So glad that he landed on his feet. Uh, there's so many players. They just pull up a spreadsheet of all these dudes and, you know, have stories attached to all of them. I know Joe's going to keep up on that. And uh, I'm sure we're tweeting about it. Justin Jackson, you said it's in Boston? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. For Jay Jack? Uh, <laughs> iconic funny. king as well. Yeah. Um, then it was a low-risk, high-reward signing for the Celtics. That's how they describe Justin Jackson? A low-risk, high-reward signing. That's a good – it's a beautiful – it's the biggest compliment. for a great college. Yeah. And is long. <laughs> it's the best compliment Justin Jackson's gotten since draft night. Good for you, JJ. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Uh, one last thing. Not the best, day to, best way to spend your birthday, but De'Aaron Fox is 24 today. So happy birthday to him. I'm sure he's hanging out with his wife and his kid at his house because he's not allowed to do anything else. But I uh, hope he's cleared soon and back on the court so we can see Fox again wreaking havoc. He's been playing a lot better. It's just, that's, a, that's the thing we haven't really mentioned is he's really hitting his stride. And so to get knocked yeah. out with COVID, that sucks. I mean, that's just the fucking worst timing. His shot chart was getting gold. I love it. Yes. I was doing the month-by-month month shot charts and – the things the that excite Jillian Ed. The midi is back. <laughs> the midi is back. The mid-range. Uh, so, beautiful, beautiful. We appreciate that. Part of a, a guy's game. If you can get that mid-range just going on all cylinders. You know, Mark Mark Jones and Kyle Draper will give you that love for hitting those middies. Mm-hmm. I know Mark Jones is the one that does that call, right? Well, the and midi. what's crazy. Yeah, what's crazy is the percentage he was hitting those shots. It was like he would have had to have shot like 40% from three to make just as many points. So it was like, okay, so keep shooting yeah. that midi and making that like, right. High percentage shots, high percentage shots. So, well, I would take those numbers. <laughs> this, uh, this episode kind of reminds me of Seinfeld because this was the episode about kind of nothing. We just kind of talked and I enjoyed it. That's nice on this Monday. Uh, COVID again, doing some damage. So we're going to, there's going to be a lot of transactions and a lot of people coming across the transaction wire this week, especially going through the holidays, you know, that they teams have got to be ready for that aspect of it. And so Kings play tonight against the Warriors with a couple new faces on the roster on the bench, at least I don't know if they'll play. And uh, Wednesday we'll be back to review that talk about how those guys did. Hopefully we're, some guys are clear to the protocol. If not definitely Sunday when they get that time off, Anything else, Jill? Anyone, anyone that you want the Kings to go out and sign legitimately? Maybe put it out in the universe before we close, and maybe we can speak it into existence. Like, who's Honestly, your G League just darling? Just sign a forward. Okay. Just, <laughs> I know you know your G League people. Gillespie, get, Freddie Gillespie got signed. Forward. So uh, that one's off the list. Yeah, no, the, um, the European um, guy I mentioned. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Davidis Servidis. Um, That's a fun name. That's fun yeah. to say. I think I'm, I hope I'm saying it correctly. I hope you are too. Um, I don't want to hear it any other way. Just, yeah. I mean, he, he was, he was out there. He was fun. Um, yeah. Go get active Kings. McNair. Yeah. Um, Wilcox, Paul Johnson. See. Paul Johnson's the G League 
guy, right, for the Kings. He's the man doing the, all the heavy lifting mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Paul Johnson came from Oklahoma City and run the Oklahoma City Blue, I think is their affiliate. That guy's heading the books right now trying to find some people. So we're going with that guy for Jill. Yeah. And to me, honestly, right now, it's hard to know who's available and who's not because it's like rapid it's, fire. Um, it's craziness right it now. Craziness. Of, um, and then, you know, you have um, Hollis Jefferson, who's been trying to make it back into the league for forever. And he's a defensive forward. Right. And he finally yeah. got someone signed him last year at the end of the year um, for a playoff run. I'm trying to think. Was it Phoenix? I'm trying to think who who signed him last year. Um, Rodney Hollis Jefferson. Yeah. Yeah, I remember Someone he was signed a- him at the end of the year though. Mm-hmm. Um, so he actually had like a um, you know, one of the like when it was buyout time or whatever, you know, like right before rosters locked. Um yeah. you know, I would I'd like to see him get a his shot again because that's another good vet. Um mm-hmm. Jill, I love. And if you're looking at defense, that's another, you know. Um, I love it. You know, I would have said James Ennis, but the Nets yep. beat us to it and then they can't even play. So, <laughs> yep. Uh, I love that you're tweeting about Sam Decker while we're doing this. I'm just opening Twitter. <laughs> yeah. And I, the, this, I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> the way mind. this evolved, sign Sam Decker to a 10 day contract. That was seven minutes ago, then five <laughs> minutes ago. Never mind. I got a deal overseas. <laughs> Jill's always active on, on Twitter. So I love it. And uh, I, I'm going to rely on you to keep me up to date on what's happening with the Kings this afternoon and who they signed. So thank you guys for listening. We will again, be back on Wednesday. We're not going to do a show on Friday. I would haven't actually asked you about that, Jill, but it's Christmas Eve. I imagine we're not going to do that. Um, So just two shows this week, come back and join us on Wednesday, watch the Kings tonight and their G league team attack the Warriors. And other than that, it's later dudes. You know, when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks, That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.